Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Alhamdulillahi wa kafa Wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lazina astafa Wa ala al-nabiyyil mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is sufficient And we ask Allah to exalt his mention and grant peace to his selected messengers and prophets Specifically our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam May Allah make us among his sincere followers and among those who receive his intercession on the day of judgment. On the day where no money, wealth or children will be of any benefit to anyone except he who comes to Allah with a sound heart. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us among those with the sound heart. So here we are uh, continuing Sharh uh, al-Arba'in al-Nawawiyya. Sheikh bin Uthameen alayhi rahmatullah. We stopped at the beginning of page 17 where it says, وَهُنَا مَسْأَلَةٌ There's a, a, an issue, a, a matter that we need to discuss. بَعْدَ مَوْتِ الرَّسُولِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ وَسَلَّمُ هَلْ يُمْكِنُ أَنُّ هَاجِرَ إِلَيْهِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ السَّلَامُ after the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Are we able to migrate to him? Because the hadith says, فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Whosoever's migration is to Allah and his messenger. So now that he passed away sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how does that exactly apply? Al-Jawab, the answer is, أَمَّا شَخْصُهُ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَلَا As for the himself, the Prophet alayhi wa sallam himself, then no. وَلِذَلِكَ لَا يُهَاجَرُ إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ مِنْ أَجْلِ الشَّخْصِ الرَّسُولِ صلى الله عليه وسلم. That's why you should not migrate to Medina intending the very person, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, his, himself, physically. لِأَنَّهُ تَحْتَ الثَّرَى Because he's under the ground. وَأَمَّا الْهِجْرَةُ إِلَى سُنَّتِهِ وَشَرْعِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم فَهَذَا مِمَّا جَاءَ الْحَثُ عَلَيْهِ as for migrating to his sunnah and to his legislation, then this is something that the uh, that has been encouraged. An example of that would be Such as migrating to a particular country in an effort to aid the legislation of the Prophet and to defend it. فَالْهِجْرَةُ إِلَى اللَّهِ فِي كُلِّ وَقْتٍ وَحِينَ Migrating to Allah is during all times and occasions. وَالْهِجْرَةُ إِلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ سَلَّمْ لِشَخْصِ وَشَرِعَتِهِ حَالَ حَيَاتِهِ As for migrating to the Prophet ﷺ, then that would be applicable to, his, to himself, يعني to him, that would, and his sharia that would be applicable during his life. وَبَعْدَ مَمَاتِهِ إِلَى شَرِعَتِهِ فَقَدْ As for after his death وسلم, then you can only migrate to his Sharia, you cannot migrate, you don't migrate to Medina to be near the Prophet. That is like the, the most Sufi thing to say. The most Sufi thing to say is, I'm going to go to Medina to be near the Prophet. What is that supposed to mean? يعني? What is the virtue? What is the virtue of being near the grave of the Prophet? Are you going to get inspired? Are you going to get guided? Are you, get, are you going to receive blessings? 
Is your dua accepted over there? These are, these are the issues of the ummah today. These are the issues of the ummah today. These are the superstitious beliefs that our fellow Muslims uh, believe and observe and maintain and propagate and, and warn against those who don't agree with it. Where we are the Wahhabi criminals because we don't believe this. We don't, what, what is the point? The, the objective of going to Medina is to pray in the masjid of the Prophet ﷺ because you get a thousand, the equivalent of 1,000 salah when you pray one salah over there. Now, there's nothing else. It's not about visiting the Prophet ﷺ. But when you're there and you go by the grave, you give salam to him and to his companion Abu Bakr and his companion Umar radiyallahu anhum wa ardahum. The Shaykh says, Rahimallah, Nadirun hadha qawluhu ta'ala. Something similar to that is the statement of Allah. فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ If you were to dispute regarding any matter, then return it to Allah and His Messenger. إِلَى اللَّهِ دَائِمًا To Allah you return the affair, that's always. وَإِلَى الرَّسُولِ نَفْسِهِ فِي حَيَاتِهِ And to the Prophet ﷺ himself, you do return the matters to him during his life. But you return the matter to his sunnah after his death الحديث, So if a person were to migrate from one country to another country in order to learn the science of hadith, the science of the narrations of the Prophet ﷺ. This person's hijrah is actually to Allah and His Messenger. This person's hijrah is to Allah and His Messenger. And whoever migrates from a country to another country in order to marry a woman. For instance, he engages. He he engages uh, with her. Is that how you say it? He gets engaged to her. There you go. She gets engaged to him, and then she says, "I'm not going to marry you unless you move to my country. Unless you come to my country." Uh, then his migration is to that which he migrated for. I guess he migrated to marry a woman. فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِلدُّنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا So whoever's migration is for a worldly gain he wishes to acquire. بِأَنْ عَلِمَ أَنَّ فِي الْبَلَدِ الْفُلَانِي تِجَارَةً رَابِحَةً He got to know that in that country there's a prosperous business. فَذَهَبَ إِلَيْهَا مِنْ أَجْلِ أَنْ يَرْبَحَ So he moved to that country in order to make some falus. He wanted to make some dinero, some dollars, some pounds, some euros, some pesos, some liras, some... Ringgits. فَهَذَا هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَىٰ دُنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا وَلَيْسَ لَهُ إِلَّا مَا أَرَدْ Then this person's migration is for a dunya that he's trying to acquire and he will only get that which he intended. وَإِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَلَّا يَحْصُلَ عَلَىٰ شَيْءٍ لَمْ يَحْصُلَ عَلَىٰ شَيْءٍ And if Allah intends that he doesn't even acquire anything from that which he's seeking of the dunya, then he will not even acquire anything in the first place. Now, قَوْلُهُ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ The statement of... Uh, النووي رحمه الله رواه إماما المحدثين It was narrated by the two imams of the محدثين محدثين محدث is a person who is uh, well versed in the science of hadith 
أبو عبد الله محمد بن إسماعيل بن إبراهيم بن المغيرة بن بردزبه البخاري من بخارة وهو إمام المحدثين ومسلم ابن الحجاج بن مسلم القشيري النيسابوري So these are just uh, the, the lineage of both of these two Imams you know the name of the Sheikh and the name of his father he's Abu Abdullah his name is Muhammad the son of Ismail the son of Ibrahim the son of Mughira from Bukhara and the other one is from Nisapur uh, those two books are the most sound and the most authentic books authored. أي صحيح البخاري وصحيح مسلم صحيح بخاري صحيح مسلم وهما أصح الكتب المصنفة في علم الحديث. They are the most authentic books that were collected or they were that were authored in the science of hadith. ولهذا قال بعض المحدثين that's why some of the people of of hadith said. إنما اتفقا عليه لا يفيد الظن فقط بل يفيد العلم whatever they both agreed on in terms of hadith does not denote guess or assumption or speculation rather it denotes knowledge it's like يعني it's a given يعني وصحيح البخاري أصح من مسلم أو أصح من مسلم صحيح البخاري is more authentic than صحيح مسلم لأن البخاري رحمه الله because Bukhari may Allah mercy on him يشترط في الرواية أن يكون الراوي قد لقي من روي من روى عنه because Bukhari had a condition in his in his narration in his chain that the narrator must have met the one whom he is narrating from they must have met physically وأما مسلم رحمه الله فيكتفي بمطلق المعاصرة المعاصرة مع إمكان اللقي وإن لم يثبت لقيه whereas مسلم was would suffice with the fact that they were contemporary to each other with the possibility of them having met yet them meeting is not even confirmed it does not have to be confirmed so if they were both during the same time zone time zone, during the time, same time frame, time era. So that means they could have met. Even though they, he doesn't have a confirmation that they met, it was acceptable to Muslim. Bukhari said, no, I'm going, I'm, he's, he's a sheikh, obviously. He was a level above. He said, no, they must, I have, must have evidence. I must have evidence that they actually met each other. وَقَدْ أَنْكَرَ عَلَى مَنْ يَشْتَرِطِ اللِّقَاءِ فِي أَوَّلْ صَحِيحِ الصَّحِيحِ إِنْكَارًا عَجِيبًا Not only that, he actually criticized whoever whoever uh, uh, added the condition of them having to meet, he, he criticized that like big time. But the correct uh, position is what Bukhari mentioned, may Allah mercy on him. It, it has to be confirmed. It has to be affirmed that they actually met each other. The narrators. When you say, they must have met. They must, they must have evidence that they actually met each other in person. لأنه رحمه الله نعم. لكن ذكر العلماء أن سياق مسلم رحمه الله أحسن من سياق البخاري. But they said the scholars said that the way uh, the way uh, Muslim organized uh, and categorized the book is better than the way Bukhari did. 
لانه رحمه الله يذكر الحديث ثم يذكر شواهده ومتابعاته في مكان واحد because he رحمه الله would mention the hadith and he would mention the evidences for the hadith and the other uh, uh, connected matters to it in one place والبخاري رحمه الله يفرق الحديث وارز بخاري رحمه الله will, will uh, divide the hadith ففي الصناعة صحيح مسلم أفضل so in terms of authoring skills مسلم صحيح مسلم is better وأما في الرواية والصحة فصحيح البخاري أفضل as for the narrations and the authenticity of the narrations the chain then صحيح البخاري is better تشاجر قوم في البخاري ومسلم لدي وقالوا أي ذين تقدموا people argued in front of me or people argue, argued before me regarding Bukhari and Muslim, and they said, which of the two do you give precedence, or you put forward, or you prefer? I said, Bukhari exceeded in authenticity, while Muslim exceeded in the uh, uh, authoring of the book and the categorization of the chapters, and so on and so forth. قال بعض أهل العلم قال بعض أهل العلم عفوا because this is مضاف ولولا البخاري مراح مسلم ولا جاء لأنه شيخه and some of the scholars said had it not been for Bukhari Muslim would have not gone or come <laughs> had it not been for Bukhari Muslim would have never gone and come back because he's a sheikh so يعني يعني don't mess with Bukhari فالحديث إذا صحيح يفيد العلم اليقيني so that the hadith is sound and it denotes a certain knowledge. لكنه ليس يقينيا بالعقل but it is not intellectually certain. وإنما هو يقيني بالنظر لثبوته عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. But it is certain because we can affirm that it's attributed to the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. تمام تمام. So now, uh, why do you always do this? Wait. Hey, now we're going to go through the a very important aspect, which is the fawaid. The fawaid of the hadith. Min fawaidi هذا الحديث from among the benefits of this particular hadith. هذا الحديث أحد الأحاديث التي عليها مدار الإسلام. الله أكبر. This narration is one of those narrations which Islam revolves around. Wow. ولهذا قال العلماء مدار الإسلام على حديثين. That's why the scholars say Islam revolves around two narrations. هما هذا الحديث and those two narrations are this hadith وحديث عائشة and the hadith of Aisha. May Allah be pleased with her. من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رد. One of the most important hadith in Islam that the Muslims don't understand. And this is the hadith that you should be ready to present to every mubtadi' or every muttabi' lilbid'ah fil'alam. Aynama ra'aytahu wa kaifama laqeetahu wa indama wajattahu fa'akhbirhu man amila amalan laysa alayhi amruna fahuwa rad. Whoever does a deed that is not in agreement with our affair will have it rejected is rejected by brother. You want to worship Allah according to your own style, you will have it rejected. You want to say Jum'ah Mubarak, brother, you will have it rejected. 
You want to shake hands immediately after the salah with the person to your right and the person to your left, you will have it rejected. You want to kiss your thumbs and rub your eyes when you hear the name of the Prophet wasallam. you will have it rejected. You want to put your hands on your head and say, Ya Qawi, Ya Qawi, Ya Qawi, Ya Qawi, after the salah, you will have it rejected. And I can go on for literally 25 years mentioning the bid'ah and the innovations that the Muslims have introduced into this deen. And I will tell you after each and every one of them, it is rejected. Why? Because the hadith of Aisha, which is one of the two narrations that Madarul Islami alayhi, Islam revolves around them. Of course, it has another wording, this hadith. Whoever introduces into this affair of ours, what is that part of it? We'll have it rejected. How do people not understand this hadith? This hadith and the hadith of Kullu Bida'a wa Kullu Bida'atin Dalala. Every newly introduced matter is an innovation, and every innovation will lead astray. Wa Kullu and everything which is astray is in the fire. How, how do you manage to innovate still? It's beyond me. This hadith is the pillar of the deeds of the heart. It is the scale upon which you measure the internal deeds. And the hadith of Aisha, it is the pillar upon which the actions of the deeds of the limbs are built upon. An example to highlight what is being said over here clearly and explicitly. A man who is as sincere as they get. He wants the reward of Allah and he wants the abode of, of honor that Allah has prepared for the believers. But he has fallen into numerous innovations. If we were to look into his intention, see, it's a, it's a good intention, brother. He has, he has a good intention. He has a good intention. He's trying to worship Allah. But when we observe and look into his deed, we shall find that his deed is evil and rejected. Because it does not comply with the legislation. It is incompatible with the legislation. Another example for you. A person got up and prayed in the most perfect way. But he is showing off in front of his father because he's afraid of him. Meaning when he's praying, he's only praying to make his father happy. Huh? He's praying so well so his father could look at him and say, MashaAllah, Tabarakallah, what a blessed son I have uh, produced into this world. Look at Sheikh Al-Islam in the making in his ruku' and sujood. Ya Salam, Ya Sheikh. إيش هذا إيش الجلال والجمال والدلال والقوة والعظمة وإلى آخره ها أن كيد يزدونس في سبيل الوالد in the cause of the father فهذا فقد الإخلاص this person has lost this intention he's lost sincerity فلا يثاب على ذلك he is not rewarded for that 
إلا أها unless إذا كان أراد أن يصلي خوفا أن يضربه على ترك الصلاة فيكون متعبدا لله تعالى بالصلاة unless he's he's praying he he wanted to pray out of fear that his father might strike him if he doesn't pray then he's worshiping Allah with the salah even though he's afraid of being beat up as opposed to trying to impress his father you understand there's two different uh, scenarios both of them are, are are problematic nevertheless so that's one two min fawaid al hadith the second benefit of this hadith annahu yajib tamiz al ibadat ba'd ba'dha an ba'd we must aw ba'dha an ba'd we should then differentiate and distinguish between the various acts of worship. And we should differentiate and have distinctions between acts of worship and transactions. Because the Prophet said, Verily, deeds are based on intentions. Let us give the example of the salah. A man wanted to pray dhuhr. He must intend to pray dhuhr so he can differentiate it from other salawat. What if it was asr? What if it was something else? Let's say he has two dhuhrs that he has to pray. Let's say he's making up for yesterday's. He has to differentiate yesterday's from today's. Every salah has its own intention. ولو خرج شخص بعد زوال الشمس من بيته متطاهرا ودخل المسجد وليس في قلبه أنها صلاة الظهر. If a person were to leave his masjid, leave his house, عفوا, after the sun, uh, after the the sun reaches the the peak, and he enters the masjid, but his in his in heart there's no intention to pray ظهر, ولا صلاة العصر, nor عصر, ولا صلاة العشاء, and no صلاة العشاء. ولكن نوى بذلك فرض الوقت. All he knows that he's praying whatever obligatory salah is due at this time. فهل تزي أو لا تزي? Will that suffice or will it not suffice? الجواب على القاعدة التي ذكرناها سابقا لا تزي. According to the principle aforementioned, it will not suffice. لأنه لم يعين ظهر. He did not intend ظهر. وهذا مذهب الحنابلة. This is the opinion of the Hanabila, the Hanbalite school. وقيل تزي. It was said by others obviously that it will suffice. It doesn't have to be that you specify by the particulars. It's sufficient that he intends salah. And the salah is, is, is associated with the time in which it comes in. This is one opinion that is also attributed to Imam Ahmad. If you intend, okay, I'm just going to play. play. If I'm going to pray whatever Faridas do now, then that would suffice. وهذا القول هو الصحيح and this is the opinion that is correct الذي لا يسع الناس إلا العمل إلا به that, that people cannot work with anything except with that opinion لأنه أحيانا يأتي الإنسان مع, عجل, مع العجلة sometimes a person is hasty فيكبر ويدخل مع الإمام بدون أن يقع في ذهني أن صلاة ظهر without the person thinking I'm going to pray ظهر you know what I'm saying like you hear the adhan you start making wudu you're running and you make it to the masjid you join the salah you're not thinking ظهر right now you just want to make the, make the jama'ah لكن قد وقع في ذهن في ف... هي فرض الوقت but he knows that this is the time of obligatory prayer ولم يأتي بيتي إلى هذا he didn't leave his house except to fulfill that prayer فعلى المذهب نقول أعدها according to the مذهب opinion we say you have to repeat it وعلى القول الصحيح but according to the correct opinion we say لا تعدها وهذا يريح القلب don't repeat it and that eases the heart this is one of the evidences for example that all of the uh, in general the Hanabila 
are, are not uh, they don't have fanaticism with the Hanbali madhab. So in spite of being the Hanbali principle school of thought would require that you repeat the salah. The Shaykh is saying the opinion, the, the valid opinion, which is also attributed to Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah, is that you don't. So you go with the dalil, basically. This happens often. Even Imam sometimes he, he forgets. And he does the takbir knowing that he's just praying the faridah. He doesn't remember this is dhuhr or asr. Uh, according to this madhab, he has to repeat the salah. But according to the preponderant opinion, he does not have to repeat. From the benefits of this particular hadith, the encouragement of being sincere to Allah, the exalted, the mighty. لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قسم الناس إلى قسمين. The Prophet ﷺ divided the people into two categories. قسم أراد بعمله وجه الله والدار الآخرة. A group of people that wanted with their deeds والدار الآخرة. They wanted with their deeds the face of Allah and the life to come. وقسم بالعكس. Another group the opposite. وهذا يعني الحث على الإخلاص عز وجل. All this encourages to be sincere to Allah عز وجل. والإخلاص يجب العناية به والحث عليه. And إخلاص is something that you have to be, you have to care, you have to take care of, you have to take care of, and you have to encourage others to take care of it as well. لأنه هو الركيزة الأولى الهامة التي خلق الناس من أجلها. Because it is the most fundamental and the most nuclear, nucleus, not nuclear. I meant nuclear from nucleus. I don't know if that works linguistically. Because it is the most fundamental thing that the creation was created for. I have not created jinn and ins except to worship me. Fourthly, from the benefits of this hadith, the, the excellent manner in which the Prophet taught the people. And he did so by, by having a variety of terminologies and the way he divided the speech. قال, he said, He said, Verily, deeds are by intentions, and that's regarding the deed itself. And, and every person will have that which he intended for, meaning this is for the deed, for the purpose for which the deed is done, and that is first. The, thek, the second matter regarding the excellent. Uh, a method of teaching by the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ dividing hijrah into two types, legislated and not legislated. This is from the good way of teaching. That's why this teacher should not just enumerate matters upon the student uh, back to back. Because that will cause him to forget. Rather, he should establish fundamental principles and, and pillars and, and restrictions. This will make it easier for the knowledge to be, to, to be retained in his heart. As for you just enumerating the matters here, memorize all of this, then he, could, he will easily, easily forget that. Fifthly, from the benefits of the hadith, 
قرن الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم مع الله تعالى بالواو حيث قال إلى الله ورسوله being able to connect in the, uh, the Allah to the Prophet connecting the Prophet ﷺ to Allah with the conjunction and in the hadith it says إلى الله ورسوله to Allah and his messenger ولم يقل ثم رسوله he did not say then his messenger مع أن رجلا قال للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم even though a man said to the Prophet ﷺ ما شاء الله وشئت whatever Allah wills and whatever you will فقال بل ما شاء الله وحده he said to him, rather, whatever Allah alone wills. What is the difference? الجواب, الجواب. The answer is, Anything related to the legislation, then you could, you could use uh, wow to express it. Whatever came from the Prophet وسلم, in terms of legislation is equal, is similar to that which came from Allah. كما قال تعالى ما يطع الله ما يطع الرسول فقد أطاع الله الله says whoever obeys the messenger has obeyed Allah ها this is regarding شرع شريعة and legislation وأما الأمور الكونية ها as for the universal matters فلا يجوز أن يقرن مع الله أحد بالواو أبدا it is not permissible to ever ever add or place anyone with Allah with the conjunction and because everything then is under the will of Allah Azza wa Jal and his, uh, uh, his intent. فَإِذَا قَالَ قَائِلٌ هَلْ يَنْزِلُ الْمَطَرُ غَدًا If a person was to say, is it going to rain tomorrow? فَقِيلَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَعْلَمُ And a lot of our Muslims fall into this mistake. They will say, Allah and his messenger know best. فَهَذَا خَطَأ This is wrong. لِأَنَّ الرَّسُولَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ وَسَلَّمَ لَيْسَ عِنْدَهُ عِلْمٌ بِهَذَا Because the Prophet وسلم, does not have knowledge regarding that. مَسْأَلَةٌ وَإِذَا قَالَ هَلْ هَذَا حَرَامٌ أَمْ حَلَالٌ However, if we have another matter, if it was said, is this halal or haram? فَقِيلَ فِي الْجَوَابِ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُ عَلَمُ Allah and his message know best. فَهَذَا صَحِيح Then this is correct. لِأَنَّ حُكْمَ الرَّسُولِ حكم الله تعالى because the ruling of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in the matters of Sharia is the ruling of Allah. كما قال عز وجل من يطع الرسول فقد أطاع الله. As Allah said, whoever obeys the messenger then indeed has obeyed Allah. مسألة أي 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 أيهما أفضل العلم أو أم الجهاد في سبيل الله which is better knowledge or fighting in the cause of Allah. والجواب العلم من حيث هو علم أفضل من الجهاد في سبيل الله. Knowledge from the perspective of it being like knowledge is actually better than struggling in the cause of Allah. All of the people are in need of knowledge. Imam Ahmad said, Knowledge is not equated with anything. There's nothing even close to the virtue of knowledge, basically, for the one whose intention is sound. وَلَا يُمْكِنْ أَبَدًا أَنْ يَكُونَ الْجِهَادِ فَرْضَعِينَ And jihad can never become a, a personal individual obligation. لقول الله تعالى وَمَا كَانَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لِيَنْفِرُوا كَافَّةً Because Allah said and it was never for the believers all of them to go out and fight. فَلَوْ كَانَ فَرْضُ عَيْنٍ لَوَجَبْ عَلَى جَمِيعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ If it was obligatory on every individual then it would have been obligatory upon all the Muslims. Had there been from every group among them a, a subgroup that would go out. 
meaning the other group has to sit. Allah says, so they may have fiqh in the deen. وَلِيُنذِرُوا قَوْمَهُمْ إِذَا رَجَعُوا إِلَيْهِمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَحْذَرُونَ And so they may warn their people when they come back, return to them, perhaps they will be warned. وَلَكِنْ بِاخْتِلَافِ الْفَاعِلِ وَاخْتِلَافِ الزَّمَنِ However, the Shaykh said, we also take into consideration the person and the time. قَدْ نَقُولُ لِشَخْصِ We might say to a particular person, الْأَفْضَلُ فِي حَقِّكَ الْجِهَادِ What is better in your case is fighting in the cause of Allah. وَلِآخَرَ الْأَفْضَلُ فِي حَقِّكَ الْعِلْمِ And for another person, what is better for you is knowledge. فَإِذَا كَانَ شُجَاعًا قَوِيًّا نَشِيطًا وَلَيْسَ بِذَاكَ الذَّكِي If he was brave, strong, and energetic, but he's not that smart, he's not that intellectual. So we say it's better for you to, you know, engage in struggling in the cause of Allah. لِأَنَّهُ أَلْيَقُ بِكَ It is more suitable for you. وَإِذَا كَانَ ذَكِيًّا حَافِظًا قَوِيًّا حُجَّةً and he's strong in his in his uh, evidences. He knows how to cite. He knows how to extract evidence. Uh, so knowledge would be better for that person. This is according to the person himself, the doer. As for the time, if we are a time where there's so many scholars, abundance of scholars, but they need people that are on the battlefield, then we say it's better for them to be engaged in fighting in the cause of Allah. But if we are in a time where ignorance is widespread, and innovations are becoming clear are becoming prevalent and and they're they're uh showing what is the term i'm looking for they're uh spreading in the society there you go and it's it's spreading among the people in this case knowledge is better so what do you guys think about today today we're obviously in the time where we where there's ignorance and there's bid'ah so we need more scholars other than the fact that we don't really have any legitimate uh, fighting in the cause of Allah. Yani, maybe in some cases when a particular country is being attacked, then for those people, it could be that they what they're doing is fighting in the cause of Allah if they're trying to fight for the deen of Allah to be the superior one, not just for the land or for the country. That's a very intricate discussion that the senior scholars need to be discussing, not us. وهناك ثلاث أمور تحتم على طالب العلم أو تحتم على طالب العلم. There are three matters which are necessary and are incumbent on the student of knowledge. بدأ بدأت تظهر شرورها. Innovations, the evil of which is becoming widespread. الإفتاء بغير علم. People giving fatwa without knowledge. Thirdly, a lot of argumentation regarding matters without knowledge. And that, the last one, Allahu Akbar. If you want to see where all kinds of argumentation are happening with people that have no knowledge, go to any uh, YouTube channel, any lecture of any day, whether live, whether recorded, no matter what it is, and just read the comments and you will see all types of argument between people, none of which have knowledge. They don't really have knowledge. Most of these people, if you told them to give to do Arab, to give you the conjugation of Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, tell him, Sheikh, ta'al, 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 amrak, gulli ish Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Give me the Arab. What is the ba? And what is ism? And what is lafdul jalala? And what is rahman? And what is rahim? Break it down for me. 
He would say, huh? What? What? Me? What? Yeah. Uh, look, uh, my mom is calling me. I got to go. Bye. Yalla, ruh. Ruh and ummak, as they say. Ruh and ummak, ya ruh ummak. Ruh and ummak, ya ruh ummak. Eh, taba'an. Bas, mashallah, tabarakallah. When you come to the comment section, you're, yani, you have an essay to write every single time. So, yeah, this, this, these are the signs. وَإِذَا لَمْ يَكُمْ مُرَجَّحْ فَالْأَفْضَلْ عِلْمِ If there's مُرَجِّحْ If there's no uh, uh, If there's nothing that will يعني, Give an edge to one over the other Then overall knowledge is, is More important and more And superior to fighting in the cause of Allah Sixthly وَمِنْ فَوَائِدِ الْحَدِيثِ From the benefits of the hadith أَنَّ الْهِجْرَةَ مَنَّ الْأَعْمَالِ الصَّلِحَةِ لِأَنَّهَا يُقْصَدُ بِهَا اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهِ uh, hijrah is from the righteous deeds because what is intended by it is Allah and His Messenger. Every deed in which you intend Allah and His Messenger is from the righteous deeds. Because you intend to seek nearness to Allah. Seeking nearness to Allah is ibadah, is act of worship. Mas'alatun matter, a subject matter. هل الهجرة واجبة مستحبة؟ هجرة is it obligatory or recommended؟ الجواب فيه تفصيل. The answer is there's a breakdown for this. إذا كان الإنسان didn't we do this last time؟ yeah يستطيع أن يظهر دينه أن وأن يعلنه ولا يجد ما يمنعه في ذلك فالهجرة هجرة هنا مستحبة. If you're able, if the person is able to show his deed and and practice his religion and announce it to the people and he doesn't find any obstacles or preventives. Then hijrah for him is recommended. وَإِنْ كَانَ لَا يَسْتَطِيعَ If he's unable, فَالْهِجْرَةَ وَاجِبَ هِجْرَةَ is obligatory. وَهَذَا هُوَ الضَّابِطُ لِلْمُسْتَحَبُ وَالْوَاجِبُ This is how you differentiate whether it is recommended or it's obligatory. وَهَذَا يَكُونُ فِي الْبِلَادِ الْكَافِرَةَ Now pay attention. Oh yeah, this is, we answered this, but now it's going to get into more detail. This is regarding the lands of kufr. أَمَّا فِي الْبِلَادِ الْفَاسِقَةَ As for the lands of corruption, where this corruption spread. وَهِيَ تُعْلِنُ الْفِسْقَ وَتُظْهِرَةَ And it is announcing and is displaying this, this uh, uh, fisk. Huh? Yeah, yeah. فَأَنَّا فَأَنَّا نَقُولْ We say, إِنْ خَافَ الْإِنسَانَ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ مِنْ أَنْ يَنْزَلِقَ فِي مَنْ زَلَقَ فِيهِ أَهْلُ الْبَلَدِ فَهُنَا الْهِجْرَةَ وَاجِبَةَ If the person fears that he will fall into what the people of that country are falling into, then hijrah is obligatory for him. If he's not afraid, if he's not affected by that, people are doing their thing, I'm doing my thing, then it's not obligatory for him. Rather we say, if, if in him staying, there's rectification, then him remaining is obligatory because of the need that the people have for him. In, in, uh, in a matter of rectification, and enjoining what is good and forbidding what is evil. والغريب أن بعضهم يهاجر من بلد الإسلام إلى بلد الكفر. What's strange, the Sheikh said, is some people migrate from the land of Islam to the land of disbelief. وإذا هاجر أهل الإصلاح من بلد الإسلام, if the people of rectification leave the land of Islam, من الذي يبقى من الذي يبقى ينكر على هالفساد? Who will remain to to forbid the people of corruption? وربما تنحدر البلاد أكثر بسبب قلة قلة أهل الصلاح وكثرة أهل الفساد والفسق and maybe the the this country will deteriorate because of the uh, because of the lack of the people of rectification the lack of numbers of the people of rectification and the abundance of the people of corruption and, and evil 
لكن اذا بقي ودعا الى الله بس في ريمينز اللي كوستو الله بحسب الحال اكورد تو هيز افير فسوف يصلح غيره هي ويل ركتيفاي ذا افيرز اوف اذرز وغيره يصلح غيره ان ذا اذر ويل ركتيفاي انذر حتى يكون هؤلاء على ايديهم صلاح البلد until the whole country is rectified upon the hands of these people واذا صلح عامه الناس فان الغالب ان ان من بيده الحكم سيصلح and when the majority of the people are <laughs> are upright then most likely the one who's in charge will also be upright ولو عن طريق الضغط even if it's by pressure ولكن الذي يفسد هذا للاسف الصالحون انفسهم but what ruins that sadly is the upright people themselves فتجد هؤلاء الصالحين يتحزبون ويتفرقون you see those righteous people they are turning into sects ويتفرقون and they are dividing amongst each other so ابو تيميه عن عثمان بن فاروق with كريم ابو زيد who brought Daniel and with Abu Samad Zahabi and Abu Mus'ab with Sajid and Sajid with uh, Abdul Rahman and Abdul Rahman with Sheikh Abdul Aziz Al-Haqqan with Faris Al-Hamadi. You look at the da'wah scene among the, you know, those who are representing Salafiyya. You see people until now, they don't know where to go. They don't know where to go. And this is the project I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on. I'm one of the people in a project that is being worked on. I'm just a member. Inshallah, I will bring about some good for all of us. But this is this this is the serious issue. Our issue with spubs, the ongoing issue with spubs over the years. Why? Yani why? So the Sheikh is saying, look, we're we become sects and we divide, and our words are not we're not united. Because of a differing on a matter from among the matters. Uh, one which you may have a difference of opinion. This is the reality. لا سيما في البلاد التي لم يثبت فيها الاسلام تماما especially in countries where islam is not really established especially in the west فربما يتعادون ويتباغضون ويتناحرون the sheikh speaker about the issues of, of you know the salafiyya amongst each other back then so perhaps they will have enmity and hate each other and they will fight من اجل مساله رفع اليدين في الصلاه because of the matter of raising the hands in the salah you know whether you follow the opinion of sheikh albani or sheikh bin bas for example وأقرأ عليكم قصة وقعت لي شخصياً في منى. I will tell you a story that happened to me personally in منى. في يوم من الأيام أتى لي مدير التوعية بطائفتين من أفريقيا تكفر إحداهما الأخرى. One day the the مدير the the principal of the دعوة center brought to me two groups from Africa that were called passing تكفير on each other. على ماذا? For what? قال إحداهما تقول One of these groups said, "As-Sunnah fil Qiyam an yada al Musalli yadehi ala sadri." The Sunnah in standing is to the the one engaging in prayer to put his right hand, afwan, to put his two hands on his chest. While Ukhra taqul Sunnah an yutlik al yadein. The other one says the Sunnah is to keep his hands down. وهذه مس المسألة فرعية سهلة ليس النصول. This is a, a side matter, a branch matter that is not from the fundamentals. قالوا لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول they said because the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said من رغب عن سنتي فليس مني whoever turns away from my sunnah is not of me. وهذا كفر تبرأ منه الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم. They said this is kufr. Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم declared his innocence from this person. فبناء على هذا الفهم فالفاسد كفرت إحداهما الأخرى. Because of this misunderstanding of the hadith, one of them declared uh, past takfir on the other one. فالمهم أن بعض أهل الإصلاح في البلاد التي ليست uh, التي ليست مما قوية فيها الإسلام يبدع ويفصق بعضهم بعضا. The bottom line is that some of these upright people in those countries where Islam is not strong They are busy passing fisk, uh, uh, you know, they, they're declaring each other to be corrupt and innovators. And had they agreed, and even when they disagreed, their chests were open. For things were, were differing is allowed. 
And they were one, one hand. The ummah would This is exactly what the Shaykh was telling me. But if the people of the ummah, if the people of the ummah see that the people of rectification and the people of upright, they have among them all this, all, all this uh, enmity and all this differing in the matters of the deen, they will turn away from them and whatever they might have of good and guidance. Uh, it could reach a point where the people will actually turn on their heels and leave their religion altogether and this is what happened and we seek refuge in Allah so you see a person becoming upright that the religion is good and guidance when shirah sadr and, and having you know uh, expanded chest and a comfortable heart then he sees all these practicing people and having all these, you know, differing and they have bickering and, and hatred to each other. But then he leaves it altogether. He did not find what he was looking for. And, and I want to take some time out because I'm guilty. I am guilty as charged. And I, uh, I, I declare my innocence from my, uh, some of my past. And I repent, I seek Allah's forgiveness and repent to Allah from this behavior. This is why uh, after this advice I received from this senior uh, person of knowledge and because of this project and that I'm working on, I will no longer entertain speaking about individuals nor will I entertain refuting individuals that, that have already been refuted and the refutation becomes just more of a, of a Netflix for the viewers. So I know I had promised I was going to refute Daniel and I had been working on it or our Diobandi brothers and I have it ready. I am no longer going to do it. You could think, by the way, you could think all you want and I know some of them will probably make videos and say he is a coward and he, he didn't keep his word and he backed off and he ran away. Think whatever you want to think. Whatever you say about me that is wrong, just be ready to answer Allah for on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. That's all I'm going to say to you. I'm going to say to you very clearly, my Diobandi brothers and their followers and Daniel and his followers, you could think whatever you want to think. Allah knows why I am turning away from this. And I'm telling it to you also. I'm being transparent. I'm doing it because I was advised that this there's there's no khair in this. And I, I, I realize it. Wallahi, I realize it. I see it in the comments of the people sometimes. And even in those comments that are in favor, I know that those people just like drama. A lot of people just love the drama. And it, it, it has little good, a lot of evil. Rather, we should all uh, work on a bigger project to bring the Salafis together. The Salafis have to unite. And we have to spread knowledge. Once you learn, you will know what is. You will know on your own that the Obandis are, are off. And you will know on your own that Daniel is off. And you will know on your own who's right and who's wrong. And you will, our job is to share the ilm, to teach you the deen of Islam. Once you learn the deen of Islam, then inshallah you'll be able to maneuver uh, through these issues and through these differences. And because at the end they are our Muslim brothers and it's just creating a lot of enmity and hatred. And like, and like the Sheikh said, people come to the da'wah, they want to be upright, they see all this bickering, they don't know who to follow. They say, you know what, let me go back to my old uh, wild days. And they leave, they leave uh, practicing Islam altogether. We don't want to be part of this process. So I, at this point, Anyone who I've worked with in the past that was a, that had was a Salafi then turned out to be something else. I have nothing to do with that person. 
and his matter is with the scholars. You want to ask about him, ask the scholars about those individuals. And anyone who calls to Salafiyya, like we call to Salafiyya, without any sectarianism, without any uh, uh, fanaticism, then we are we are all part of the same uh, project and the same group of people going in the same direction. Our job is to disseminate knowledge. To learn and to teach, to learn and to teach. And we're all learning in the process. And we are, I am the least qualified from among those in the scene. But at the end of the day, I, I'm part of this process of trying to share what Allah allowed me to know Arabic and English and learn this religion. Whatever I've learned, I try to share with you. That's our job in life. Not to cause uh, another Netflix session and a Netflix series on YouTube for the people to sit there and, and cheer their favorite team. Because that's what it has become. And we know it. Deep down, you know that what I'm saying is true. I'm not saying that there's no refutations. But the refutations don't have to be personal and they don't have to mention the individual. We'll, once we share the knowledge, the people will know. In case of necessity, we will seek the uh, opinion of the scholars and they will say, okay, Fulan, you know, they will mention the name and we'll translate. Or they will tell us, go ahead and do this. But to do it on our own, it, it, it's become a, a more of an entertainment than, than really seeking the pleasure of Allah. We seek Allah's forgiveness and, and we repent to him from our past. Now, Bottom line is, migrating from the land of disbelief is not equal to migrating from the land of corruption. It is said to the person, Be patient and seek Allah's reward, especially if you're a rectifier. Rather, we say, you leaving is haram. Meaning, if you're in a Muslim country, but there's corruption, and you leaving will allow the corruption to spread even more. And by you staying, you could try to bring righteousness to the people. Stay there and don't go. Tamam? And with this, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, we conclude Al-Hadith Al-Awwal. Bi-idhnillahi Azza wa Jal, we go to the Hadith Al-Thani. Hadith Al-Thani. And we could take some of your questions right now. I've heard from a graduate of Medina University that believing in luck is shirk azhar. Is this true? It depends on what is intended by believing in luck. It depends on what you what you mean by believing in luck. The term lucky is, is controversial because it's in the Quran. And they said about Qarun, a person having a great fortune, he's fortunate basically. So if you mean by that, that that is given to him by Allah, that's fine. If you think that luck is something independent outside of the will of Allah, then it is shirk azhar and it could be shirk akbar. Naam. Assalamu alaikum wa alaikum salam. I have, I'm asked this question, but I have no answer to it. In Akhirah, the Prophet and Messenger are the best of people. Then following, then the following, the three best generations. Okay. If that is true, who are the next best people and how can we be of them? What can we be, what can we do to be of the best in Firdaus after them? To follow them, Habibi, I need this. That's it. Allah says in the Quran, you want the answer? Whoever obeys Allah and the Messenger, then those will be among those whom Allah has bestowed His favors upon. From among the prophets and the truthful ones and the martyrs and the scholars and the righteous people. What an excellent companionship is the companionship of, the, of those. There you go. The answer is in the Quran. Just obey Allah and His Messenger and you're on your way, Habibi. Now. It has to be Ibn Battuta with something sophisticated. Abadan, a'udhu billah, ma yigdar, ma yigdar.
I don't know about this hadith, ya Ibn Battuta. Next. Uh, my profile pic is Joker. Oh my God, man. Okay, but for real, Sheikh, my question is, why do I go uh, get doubts before I sleep? I start to question, why do humans look like monkeys? Any advice? Uh, humans look like monkeys? Uh, I don't know which humans you're looking at. Well, look, if you're watching, if you're watching the Joker, uh, then I can understand why you uh, assume that humans look like monkeys. But last I checked around me, I don't see any monkeys. Alhamdulillah. In fact, I see a major distinction between humans and monkeys. Because what are you? What are you? What is you? What are you using as, as a reference? Look, all animals look the same in 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 some way or another. The elephant is like the giraffe, is like the cow, is like the bull. They all have four legs and they all walk the same way. They all have a face. They all have a behind. They all have a belly. They all have a tail. So, but, but I mean, is an elephant and a dog the same? There's obviously some similarities between them, but they're not the same. So yeah, duh, humans and monkeys might look the same. But I don't even know where to begin with this question, man. Anyways, all this is from the shaitan, Habibi. It's from the shaitan. Shaitan trying to mess with your brain. If we came from monkeys, then why are there still monkeys? If we came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? Why did all monkeys evolve into humans? And 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 you have a clear cut from the Quran and the Sunnah that Allah created Adam with his hand. So, now. Now, can we listen to inspiring speakers like David Goggins? I have no idea who David Goggins is, and I don't know what he inspires you with, but I would be concerned if the person is not a Muslim. Uh, if we apply beard oil, is it a must we remove it by washing with soap before making wudu? No. By the way, is one sinful if you keep having a few hairs of his beard plucked in wudu? How is he plucking? If it just come, if it falls out on its own, then there's no problem. Now nah, you don't have to uh, wash off the beard oil with with uh, soap. Is uh, is someone who celebrates Mawlid an innovator? Well, someone who celebrates Mawlid is falling into innovation. He might not be an innovator. But he's definitely fallen into innovation. Also, are we allowed to take fatwa from misguided scholars or innovators? No. No, you're not allowed to take fatwa from them. Even if their fatwa might be valid, you might ask them about something where their fatwa is valid, but you don't take knowledge from, from innovators and misguided people. Nah. You're ruling on using third-party software in FIFA. Use it only offline to make players play different. The devs say it's not allowed, but don't ban unless used online. Using it doesn't impact other. I have no idea what you're saying, Abdullah. No idea what you're saying, Habibi. Next. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. I asked one brother, is tabligh bid'ah? He said, no. It is additional good deeds. I never spoke to him again due to precautions and protect myself. Am I wrong? Yes, of course you're wrong. What's the big deal, man? Speak to him and give him da'wah. That's extreme. Hmm. I'm from Africa and my city. People call kafir our mubtadir or mubtadir. 
everyone without knowledge. Some people call mubtada just because you let your pants long. Now, if you're if you're dragging your pants beneath your uh, ankles, you're not a mubtada, but you're falling into sin. Uh, I'm an A A O A. What is A O A? Assalam o alaikum. <laughs> I'm the head of MSU and a European European University. Yes, Sheikh. At least type Assalam alaikum, ya Muhammad. When you're ahead. But I never wanted the position. Was given to, was given it by the previous Amir. Oh, you have an Amir too. Can you give some advice, especially on how to balance Deen and Dunya? Yeah, you gotta watch my old lectures, bro. You gotta watch my old lectures, Ya Muhammad. There's a lot to say, and there are a lot of questions, and that's a quite a lengthy answer, to be honest with you. Uh, just you know, I, I don't know. Watch a, a number of my lectures about this issue. Forgot what they are actually. Some of the names. Well, I have one specifically about balancing Deen and Dunya. Maybe my family will remember and post the link here. Next. Ahsanallah ilaykum ilaykum. Lan tanalu albirra hatta tunfiqu mimma tuhibboon. Can apply to a wife accepting more wives for their husband and the likes of this. What is the meaning of Qudus with regards to Jibreel? Beautiful. Naam. The ayah... The ayah is speaking about um, that's that's an interesting ap application that you came across. I can't, I don't have the the, the deep knowledge to affirm, but based on my, uh, my basic understanding, yes, because the concept of uh, is a person uh, preferring and loving for others what they love for themselves and even more. This is similar to the hadith. None of you should truly believe until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. So now this is a type of infaq. If the husband is the most beloved thing to the sister and she is allowing him to have more wives with the intention that she's spending in that manner, she's allowing that which she loves so dearly to, uh, you know, to have more wives, then inshallah she'll be rewarded for that. That is a great approach. Uh, to this ayah and to this concept. And Qudus uh, is that which is sacred. Qudus, that which is sacred because of the uh, because of the position of Jibreel. And the name was given to him by Allah Azza wa Jal. Ruh al-Qudus was given to Jibreel by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran. Naam. Salaamu alaykum wa alaykum salam. Does the permissibility of giving salam to the Prophet mean that we consider him to be alive? Uh, also, do we completely rule out all inauthentic hadith? Yes, we completely rule out all inauthentic hadith. And no, we don't consider him to be alive because he's not alive in our worldly life. He's alive, the life of the barzakh, just like everybody else is in, in the uh, grave. Everybody who's dead is not, is not dead uh, completely. They're dead according to the dunya. They're alive according to the barzakh, just like the Prophet ﷺ. The difference between the ordinary person and the Prophet ﷺ is that the earth has been uh, prohibited from consuming his flesh and from consuming the flesh of the uh, prophets. That's all. But we don't believe he's alive. However, we have evidence that when you give him salam, they, Allah returns his soul to him and the angel delivered the salam and he returns the salam to us. So we take it face value as is. Now. Can we pray Qiyam al-Layl until Fajr or until the Adhan of Fajr? 
yes, but then you would have missed out on completing the salah. So you should stop before Salatul Fajr. How is your experience with Filipino food? Amazing. Yeah, well, I'm not a, with all due respect to the Filipino cuisine, I'm not big on the Filipino cuisine, minus pancit. I think the only food I'm okay with is pancit. Other than that, I'm a little uh, finicky when it comes to food. So, yeah, don't ask me about food. I will always disappoint you, mashallah, tabarakallah. I'm, I'm pretty famous for disappointing people when it comes to food. Not exactly the go-to guy in this regard. But it is 2.31. And we are running out of time. And I do have to go. And zakum uh, khairan. We'll catch you guys next week, bidillah, azawajal, in the tafsir class. Seriously, Moad? What? Yes, are we sinful if we don't say the Prophet? Uh, yes, you are sinful if you don't give salam upon the Prophet. What? Wait, wait. No, I don't like sushi. What did uh, Mansoor ask four times that he didn't get? We're not getting your question, Ya Mansoor. Ya Mansoor. We cannot find your question. YouTube is banning it. I don't know, maybe you were making fun of me in the question, so the question didn't make it to us. No. Here, I'm scrolling up, Habibi. Nothing from you, except you complaining that there's no question. Yeah, we see your message, but we don't see the question. See? Evidence. Ma'aneta, Ma'aneta, have a have a call with YouTube. Khadr, you gonna buy me a special coffee, Khadr? Let's not open up the arch archives from the past. <laughs> Allah Azim. Whoever, guys, whoever's question is not coming through is not us. It is not us. We are here to answer everybody's question to the best of our ability. But Yeah, we're not skipping your questions. But there are issues that are beyond us. Type anyways, I got to go. This is just dragging. Yalla salam alaikum.